I'm an average dude. All right, hello. Welcome to our first episode of the Average Dudes Podcast. Uh, episode one on this beautiful, rainy, murky, mucky Saturday morning in Bakersfield, California. I'm Kyle. I'm Jan. And uh, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit why we are doing this and um, what made us pursue this uh, podcast and channel. Um, we're just a couple average dudes, dads, you know, husbands. We work seven to four, eight to five jobs. And uh, when we were growing up, we were C plus students. And to me, if you're a C plus student, you're an average dude. And I think this fits uh, perfect for our personalities. Um, we like to talk sports. We played sports when we were younger. I played football, baseball, and golf um, throughout my childhood. And uh, so that's kind of what I know my know. I guess that's kind of what I know more about sports in are those kind of subject are those subjects. And, uh, and I mean, me and Kyle, we're cousins. We've been growing up since we can remember. And every Monday night football, we had football in the front yard playing and having fun. So, I mean, yeah, our parents would host different little get togethers every week and a different family would host every week. And it was really cool. I mean, our bonds grew and grew. Um, Talking a little more about the average dudes, you see the logo um, kind of goes to talk about like just the whole average dude makeup, right? I think Jan probably made this logo when we were see when he was a senior in high school, like yeah. very average student, right? He didn't even bother coloring the last one, but no. that's just, that's Jan, right? And uh, you know, we've grown up together. We both battled in position battles at East High for quarterback together. Like uh, we joked, we laughed, it was, a lot of good times had and we're just continuing that on now but yeah just keep continuing to grow together and you know just uh taking another step and yeah, another for podcast sure, for sure. taking it on for sure yeah definitely um it's like i like kyle said i mean we've been playing sports since we were kids and it's always been you know kyle was on one team jan was on the other team because we were the quarterback side of the family and we could throw the ball better than the other better than tyler you know better than tyler faster than Levi and uh, can catch better than Billy. Oh, easy. So um, it's always, it's always fun. And we just thought we'd bring our opinions to you guys and uh, just talk about it. I mean, disagree, agree, whatever. It's all, we all, we just doing it just for fun and see how, where it takes off from here. Yeah. And the sports I played in high school were uh, basketball, football, track. And my senior year, I did rugby. Uh, we're pretty versatile in what we've done. Our kids both play soccer. We don't love soccer, but hey, if the topic comes up, we're down to talk about it, right? Uh, Condors hockey, we love going to the Condors hockey games. Yeah, we yeah. love just to see the fights, to be honest with you. Um, the hockey side of things, I'm not really a fan of, but the fights are the perfect uh, entertainment in the hockey court, uh, arena. All right, and with all of that, like getting to know us, you'll get to know us as the show continues on. We're going to jump into it. We're going to talk about like just some general sports talk right now. I want to start off by asking you about the upcoming Masters Golf Tournament. So everyone knows the Masters Golf Tournament is the prestige golf tournament of all golf, right? So Everyone knows. Everyone knows this. You, you could be the uh, homeless guy on down the street, and he knows what the Masters Golf Tournament is. It's sure. a green jacket. Everybody wants it. Hell, I don't want the green jacket. But I figured out back in the time that I was playing, I was, wasn't that good. And um, kind of just going off of that, can Tiger do it again? Is the question. Is he going to? Is he going to win a back to back? I personally don't think so. 
Um, I think Brooks Kepka is going to be the guy. And uh, that's just because he's coming off some rest. And I think he's going to hit the long ball and go from there. Has he won on that golf course before? I want to say no. He has not won a Masters yet, but I'll have to have to double check on and, that. And that's the point of golf. Right? I hate golf. Not a big fan of golf, but he likes it. My stepdad makes us watch it every once in a while. But the idea is that the golfer is never playing the other golfers. He's playing himself. He's playing the course, right? So um, I'm kind of interested in, like, can Tiger really win again? He won it last year. He's the most recent person to win back-to-back. He won in 2001 and 2002. Like, no one has done a back-to-back since then. Right, right. Is it Tiger? Like, and you say Brooks Cap, but who else are some, like, guys that, like, keep an eye on? Yeah, so um, just to um, go off of the Brooks Cap, no, he hasn't. He's tied twice for second place. So I think he's due for a win. Um, but the other guy, the favorite right now is uh, DeChambeau. Um, he's just coming off the win on the last big major um, that just came up. And I've never so, even heard of this guy. Yeah, so he's going to come up. He has kind of an orthodontic uh, um, swing and stance and stuff, so it's kind of fun, it's fun to watch him. He hits the, long, he hits the ball long, and that's kind of where golf is going down, going down is hitting the ball long and, you know, just go up there and make birdie. So, and there's also um, John Rom, John Rom is, this, is another kind of favorite, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Thomas and Dustin Johnson. And so those guys are pretty much always the, the favorites. Hey, I've heard of because, those guys before, so I'm proud of myself. Right. See, hey, three's better than zero, right? And so um, – but I really think the main focus is, is Tiger going to do it again? And can he can he get to that sixth um, major to, to uh, tie the all-time great Jack Nicholas? I don't know. I don't think he can. Um, I'm not a big Tiger fan because back in the day when we used to have uh, – tournaments you know uh, i think it was the nissan open i went there and i was a little kid standing there with my hat the assigned and he passed me by so it was a it was a heartbreaking moment yeah you know he and, probably uh, probably didn't pass any other kids by it was probably no, just it, it was exactly just me he just looked you. at me in the eye i looked at him in the eye and he just walked right past he scuffed me. at you <laughs> i'm not gonna sign so, this shit. and i was just so heartbroken but phil Mickelson did sign my hat and my flag and you know He's a he's a lefty, and you gotta gotta give the lefty some credit, man. Hey, how does the weather work out? So I know like most sports play, it doesn't matter, right? But I'm looking at the weather forecast for Augusta, right? Mm-hmm. And Thursday you have scattered showers. Friday there's morning showers. Sunday there's AM showers. We're from Bakersfield. We don't get showers. We get no. drizzle. We get a little bit of rain. Showers, like does that? Do you play through? Do you stop? So I believe that is, is if it's really really bad, they'll put they'll put the game on hold and they will uh, kind of resume as as they as they go as the weather changes and stuff like that. I know if lightning hits, it's I think it's it's done. It's done right okay. there. And um, I think they just go into the next day. So like if the, the, the ending tournament is on Monday, it's going to end on. I mean, sorry, ending tournament's on Sunday. It will end on Monday. Um, they just push it a day, back push it a day if they have to, but okay. they try to get it in to where if they have to go earlier tea times, I believe they have to go earlier tea times if the weather, if they can beat the weather. So it kind of depends on how the weather is. If it's like Kyle said, showers, we don't know anything about that in Baker. So we have a little bit of rain and people are putting sandbags in front of their houses and stuff like that. So, yeah. And the cool thing is, uh, Kevin, my stepdad, he's been to this golf course, like 
you get put on a waiting list and you just hope one day your name gets pulled and you get drawn. Yeah. And he got to go there and they just set up at one golf hole and they watched the golf as it went through that whole day. I can't remember what day it was, but yeah. So pretty interesting. It's the greatest thing I think I've known to mankind is sitting on the 18th hole on Sunday at Augusta. Awesome. Uh, you ready to move on? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's go move on to the next subject. Uh, so next thing we're going to talk about is basketball. I don't know if you saw this, but recently Shaq put out an Instagram post of like a team that he thought would be unbeatable. Mm -hmm. On it, he had Allen Iverson. Great. Kobe Bryant. Great. LeBron James. Great. Michael Jordan. Great. And Shaquille O'Neal. The best ever. Okay. So that's a really good team, right? Yeah. Is that unbeatable? Do you do you agree with Shaq? I mean, I'm going to have to agree with Shaq on this one because, honestly, the best player on there, I think, do most dominant player that I think that can't be guarded is Shaquille O'Neal. Everyone will say, oh, LeBron is, Kobe is, Michael Jordan is, but but there was no one that could guard Shaq in his prime. Okay, as far as dominance goes, I think you're right. I agree. I think he's, to me, dominance is the best player. I think if he's dominating his position, dominating the league, how is he not the best player in the league? And, then on, and then on top of that, you still got LeBron, Jordan, and right. Kobe. Iverson, I don't know how he made that five, but Iverson was might nasty not at that at a point in time. He was so good. Okay, so look at this team. I mean, he walked over Ty Lue. Come on, that's easy money. Oh man, Ty Lue. Look yeah. out! Uh, I got like two teams that I put together that I yeah. think like if it's a seven game series, they got a chance, right? Because what I think is wrong with that team, why didn't Shaq and Kobe get along? And yeah, they still won three, but they didn't win the fourth one. Why? Why didn't because, they get I mean, along? Shaq was probably lazy. I mean, give the guy some credit. The guy's six, seven foot, 300 or something pounds. Okay. It's good okay to like take a little day off or two. You're right. But my point is they got, they don't have just two of those personalities now. AI is that a me first player too. Practice, practice. Right? Jordan is also like a guy who's like ball dominant. Like LeBron's the only one who I see sharing the ball and like maybe being fine not being that number one guy. Right. Everyone else, I think, has that ego that might ruin that team. Yeah. So no, unless I you agree. have, like, Phil Jackson as a Zen master, yeah. I think that team might be in trouble. So here's some two teams that I have that okay. I think might rival them, all right? So I got Magic at point. Okay. Kawhi at the two. Okay. Bird, KD, and Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, they talk about how much he was able to – they say he was one of the strongest men – playing professional sports at this time. Okay. I don't know if he can guard Shaq, but if anyone can, maybe it's Wilt, right? right? KD could shoot with the best of them. Bird, in his prime before he had back problems, could shoot with the best of them. Magic and Kawhi, like these are, this is a team, right? Yeah, Kawhi can do his sure. job. Um, if they, like when that other team's quarreling, I see this team rising, right? And right, they have the talent right. to play with them. Right. Obviously, none of them are Jordan. Obviously, none of them are Shaq or LeBron. Like, those are three of the greatest of all time. Right. But, I mean, I think this is a better team. I think uh, I think you're on. I think you're right. Um, I think the personalities for the one that Shaq was saying will, I think, conflict of, of that team. But I still don't think they – I don't think Magic, Kawhi, Bird, and KD, and Will could beat them um, just because of the Shaq. I don't think Will can guard Shaq, and I don't see anybody else on there. And if you double them, you have, if was say you put KD and Bird or Bird on and Will on Shaq, you're leaving one of the the prime shooters that Allen Iverson is by himself. Okay, Magic can guard him. Kawhi can probably guard LeBron. Let's put it that way. But you're gonna leave Kobe open? No, nah, not happening. I think all of those guys are very ball dominant, and like 
let's be real, that team is probably going to be favorited. And I'm not going to argue when Vegas favorites that team. Right. I'm just saying this is why they can lose. I mean, the Heat were unbeatable when the Dallas Mavericks beat them. Yes. They had a way more dominant team, right? Right. Um, so another team that I put together, just this one probably not as likely. Okay. But you talk about the Shaq problem. Duncan could guard Shaq. You know, you know how I know that? Because he did in those okay. all those battles, Spurs, Lakers. Um, obviously not during those three seasons of the three feet. Right. But Duncan, he, I mean, he was still young too. He's still got right, better. Right, okay. On that team, you got Duncan, you got Bill Russell, Julius Irving, Dr. J, as some might call him, Oscar Robinson, one of the first ever triple double machines, okay. and Steph Curry. So now you got someone who can spread the floor. Okay. Um, I don't think Iverson can hang with Steph. Oof. I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Right. I think Iverson would cross Steph over in a heartbeat. Okay, and, and I, I think I think Iverson's defense is better than Steph Curry's defense. That's the only reason why I think fair, so. very fair. Assessment. And I think Allen Iverson will get in Steph Curry's head more than more than Steph Curry would get in Allen Iverson's head. Allen Iverson is that killer mode, that killer instincts, dude. Like when he knows he's gonna step over, he probably step over him just like he stepped over Ty Lue. As oh, soon as as soon as Curry would fall, he'd literally step right over and laugh. As Shaq's just probably slam dunking on somebody. Okay. I don't know how those both happen at the same time, but whatever you say, man. Uh, transition on, you know, staying with basketball. I do like how that kind of went through. Um, I think we both kind of agree that team would still be really tough yeah, that Shaq yeah, put together. Sure. I just think we see the wrinkle. So the, the area where you might get beat, yeah. right? And I think that first team was the better team to beat it. But also sticking with NBA, uh, they dropped some new uniforms recently, right? Okay. Um, I'm first going to talk about kind of why they matter, and then we'll kind of say which ones we really liked and which ones maybe we didn't. But uh, So football has dabbled in this, right? Uh, I don't even know if they're doing it anymore, but they were doing Thursday's Color Rush. Yeah. Uh, this was last year maybe or maybe even two years ago. But every team wore like one color and it was decked out. Yeah. I, I, do they still do that? I haven't seen it. I don't think they do it this year. Okay. But they're trying to do what the NBA is pretty successful at doing. Uh, NBA does like – the Christmas um, uniforms. They do Christmas right, uniforms. Right. They do Latin night. But every year they have four team jerseys. Right. So there's four like normal ones that they will rotate between Miami Heat. You have that city edition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got all these other ones that have been like around for a while. Well, they just dropped out some new ones. And I mean, that's a great idea for like bringing in money, right? Yeah. Because uh, people are going to buy jerseys of their favorite players no matter what it is. And if the jersey looks good, they're going to buy it. At 50 to 60, 100 bucks. If you have the money and you're a big enough LeBron fan, you're going to have every jersey. Yeah, you know, and, your calves. All and like jerseys. if Lakers have a blue one, now you have a blue one. You right. have a yellow one. You right. have a purple right. one. You have a white one. Right. There's just so many options. No, right? I agree. And so with these new ones, though, they came out with some of them look pretty good. Some of them were just eh. like the Atlanta Hawks. Like it looked like every Atlanta Hawks jersey I've ever seen. Um, I really like the Portland one okay. because across the chest it said Oregon and they did a little different color with it. I thought it looked fresh. Okay. Um, were there any that you saw that stood out to you or? Um, not really. Okay. Um, nothing like crazy, crazy. Like, I mean, I'm more of a football guy, so I like to watch the football ones. So you saw this kept scrolling. Yeah, I kind of just kept scrolling and wasn't making a big deal out of it. But. Fair. I also like the Golden State one. Golden State repping Oakland on their jersey for one, uh, probably not for once, but I saw it this time. It was a lot more obvious. And the color choice, they went with the old Golden State color jersey in it. Uh, those look pretty good. Not going to lie. And if you wanted to see that, we're going to have a video of it going across our YouTube. So check that out. Um, now we're getting to your area of expertise, Jen. You ready to jump into this? 
Yeah, so let's talk about uh, Alex, Red Sox hiring Alex Corback. Um, to me, I mean, how do you hire this guy back? They literally cheated to win a World Series, and I don't understand it. I know he's a Dodger guy, and I'm a Dodger guy, um, but it's just insane. You give him a one-year suspension on cheating in baseball, it just doesn't make sense to me. Was and it the maybe, Red Sox who suspended him or MLB? I believe it was the Red Sox. Um, or it might have been MLB. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll check out on that and see what I'm going to let you know. Either way, it was the fakest yeah, slap on the wrist. Yeah, it was like, oh, hey, we're not good anyways this year, but we're going to bring you back. And let's trade Mookie Bet. So this is the thing. The Red Sox hire this guy back, right, mm-hmm. that she is for a World Series. But then they traded Mookie Betts to the Dodgers. So I'm like, yes, it's the greatest move ever for the Dodgers to do because he's a baller. And so um, personally, I don't understand it. I mean, they all they all uh, bash Pete Rose for betting on baseball, right, and all this other stuff. But this guy cheated to win a championship, and he's back in a year. Back in a year. It must make any sense. And so, uh, I mean, you brought up the Mookie Betts part, and I thought that was kind of cool because it referenced an article I read on ESPN. It talked about why it can work and why why it will work, mm-hmm. and also it talked about why it won't work. So it said it will work because he's popular with players, and apparently the fans love him. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. who he is. Yeah. Why would you love a cheater? Like, I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, everyone hates the Astros, right? We could all agree on that. How is Boston any different right now? Right. No, I agree. And I'll tell you why everyone loves him. It's because he went to the Dodgers. <laughs> That's exactly why. And I'm not going to – I'm not. if he was still with the Red Sox, everyone would probably still hate him because – Nobody likes the Red Sox in California, which, you know, that's just kind of where it is. I mean, obviously, I'm going to love him because they won a World Series for the Dodgers, and he was one of the main main players to get us to that to that point. And so, um, I'm ain't mad at it. So, but I'm mad at that the the Red Sox brought him back. So next thing you know is, are the Astros going to bring back AJ Hinch? Why not? What's stopping them? What's now? stopping them now? And what's know? stopping Alex Cora from cheating again? What's right. stopping Nothing. Hinch from cheating Nothing. again? So, um, and all, the article also talked about why it won't work. Um, apparently, Boston has like the worst pitching staff ever, and no Mookie, like you, yeah, alluded to. I earlier. don't understand the the move, but hey, like I said, I'm good with it. <laughs> You're good with that because you know it brings us to our very next segment of you know talking about the Dodgers a little bit. Justin Turner got COVID nineteen. That whole issue. I know it's a little late, but go ahead and bring us in on that. Yeah. So uh, he basically got off with no punishment. And personally, my opinion, if I just won a World Series, which is um, very, very hard to do in sports, is when you're a baseball player. That's the number one goal as a professional baseball player. What you want to do is win a World Series. Yeah, it's harder to win a World Series, too, if you play football or basketball. Exactly. Like, you're not winning a World Series if you're out there playing golf every day. Not happening. Not happening. So it will. I mean, you can kick the soccer ball, but are you going to win the World Series? Probably not. Probably no. Yeah, you, you can win the FIFA, but who cares? Is you want to win the World Series. Series. Cool. And so, um, to me, if his teammates were cool with it, then I think he should be fine to celebrate with his teammates. And personally, if I was me, I would have went out there and celebrated with my teammates as well. When did they announce it? The seventh. They announced it the seventh inning. It's like, how do you? He's already out there. He's already run the bases. He's already practiced. He's already pre-gamed with everybody. He's out there. So why pull him in the seventh inning? doesn't make any sense. And so what I'm wondering, too, is do they already have the results before? Because these are uh, expedited results, right? right? So they get they get tested. They know pretty much instantaneously. Why did he get to play seven innings and then pull? Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand why I didn't either. Like, if that was going to be – if 
if that was the case, just let him play to finish the game. There's two yeah. more innings left. The damage is done. Instead of creating, Instead like of this, creating false this huge, issue. yeah, this false problem, this false issue, like you said. And um, yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. But now that the issue's out there, right? And now they're making this big ordeal instead of the Dodgers winning the World Series. And uh, and I talked to a couple guys and I told them the same thing, and they all agreed. They all said if the teammates were good with it, he should be able to go out there and celebrate his team, which I was told that the teammates went out there and told him, like, come out there and with us. You need to come out here and celebrate with us. Because he was like, he was there when they lost to the Astros. They lost to the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. It was that time to, like, finally. We he's broke been a Dodger for a while. Yeah, right? he's been a Dodger for a while. He's all, finally. We got the World Series. And all the Dodge fans are like, hell yeah, man. 32 long freaking years. And let me tell you, the last four years was even longer than probably that. Because we've been there. We've been there three, and we've won, and we lost twice. So um, I was super pumped. Um, I never thought like them winning the World Series would make me feel a little different, and it made me have like a good feeling, like a goosebump feeling as a fan. Not feeling average anymore. Not feeling average, dude. I thought I was an A plus student at that time. Come on, you got one good quiz, yes. and you were on cloud nine. Mom, Mom yeah. put it on the fridge. Put it on the fridge. Jan, you're in high school. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Do it. That's so, awesome. Um, and then also, um, so yeah, that's kind of where it was at. He had no punishment, so everything's kind of basically much wash his hands and let's move on to the next thing. So no masks, and we're not. I know that segment might have kind of sounded like we we're anti-mask. I don't think either of us no, are. No, 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 no. Um, we just thought this that at that point, like, what's the? They're already they're around each other all the time anyway. Right. If he if he's transmitted it, he transmitted it before the game, right? Right. Or uh, as far as what we know is how this whole thing works out. Um, definitely both four masks. Yeah. Just that situation, it just seemed weird, and it seemed like they were trying to make a statement instead of letting someone just enjoy their moment. Right, right, right. Um, so Lakers-Dodgers, L.A., L.A., two champions. Are they going to have a parade? No. They're not, I guess they're not going to have a parade, and that comes back to the whole the face mask thing, and – and personally, me, my opinion, we're all adults, right? Some and what's the rules? The rules are you wear a mask, you get to do go in these things. Well, if you don't wear a mask, you don't get to go. Simple as that. So my thoughts were if you don't want to do a street parade, fine, because everyone can go in there. And my this is kind of the idea that I had. And I know LeBron spoke out and said that he wish he could have a parade, um, which I think they should. Everyone else has had it, but maybe not the parade. Let's try to do something different. They just built that big old uh, SoFi stadium for the Rams and the Chargers. Well, why don't we have like a concert venue? Put a big stage up there, have the Lakers on one side, the Dodgers on the other side, and then you invite fans to go over there. But the rules are you have to have your face mask on. You have to have a face mask on. And we'll be monitoring. We'll have security walking down the aisles monitoring. If you don't have your face mask, you get one chance. You don't have your face mask on? You remove the next next guys come in, and you put it you put it you put the choice into the people. Do you want to wear a face mask? You can come and celebrate. If you don't, go watch it on TV. Simple as that. You put it out that way, and it's I feel like it's super easy. Obviously, there are going to be people that are going to try to go in there without their face mask, or they're going to put their face mask down. And but the Lakers and the Dodgers, uh, whoever's running the uh, running the the concert venue or the parade, have to be on it. Hey, dude. You don't have your face mask on. It's not properly on. Put it on. And if they do it again, all right, it's time to go. That's an interesting take. And I'm going to go ahead and give you my take. Yeah. So Lakers, Dodgers not having a parade, 
Nothing but joy for me. <laughs> All right. I hate everything LA. Uh -huh. Like you could talk about the traffic. LA sucks. You could talk about the Dodgers. Good for you, Jan. But you know what? I wish the Dodgers would lose every single game. Let's Same thing with the Lakers. Let him, let's, let's, let's put this. He's a Yankee fan. We all know. I just want to let you guys know this before this. All right? All right. And, uh, you know, it brings me nothing but joy that you guys don't get to celebrate the way, like, oh, man, this would be a party, right? right. Two L.A. teams winning. I'm thinking of Eric Grant back in high school, huge Laker fan. I'm thinking of Jose Gomez. I'm thinking of our cousin Levi, uh -huh. who likes the Dodgers and the Lakers. Nothing brings me more joy than you guys not being able to live out what you've been waiting to live out. And I'm just super happy about that. Yeah, I mean, that's what a typical Yankee fan would say. I'm, I'm a hater. Because my, my in-laws and my wife, and they're Yankee people. And it was the best thing to see is when, they won, when the Dodgers won and they just looked disgusted. And it was the greatest thing ever. But then we woke life. up and we remembered, hey, they don't get to celebrate their way <laughs> too. So it worked out. Lakers, Dodgers, LA is celebrating. Going to football now. This is what we really both love. We both connect to football. You do baseball, I do basketball. But jumping to football, Lakers, Dodgers, can the Rams – like, let's be real, Chargers aren't going to three-peat it. Right, right. But can the Rams bring, like, the three significant sports, championships, all to L.A.? You have the Lakers, Dodgers, the Rams? Like, is that real possibility? Um. So I, I personally don't think they can. And there's a couple of reasons why I think that I don't think they can. So on the road, they're not very good. They've lost three out of their five games on the road. And the games that they beat, the teams that they beat were the Dallas Cowboys. A healthy Dallas Cowboys. A healthy Dallas Cowboys. Fine, we put it that way. And also, I believe it was the Redskins. And we know what the NFC East is providing. I mean, no, I know I'm a love Cowboy fan. It hurts me to say this. It hurts me so much to say this. But the NFC East is garbage. And um, so, to me, those a healthy Cowboy team the first game, cool, you guys did. And we weren't 100% healthy. We didn't have Lindell Collins, which is a huge piece to our offense. People can say what they want. I'm going to defend my Cowboys on that one. Fair. And uh, they got away with the offensive pass interference, which I think was BS from Ramsey. And uh, he flopped. Probably got it from LeBron, probably from L.A. But, hey, it's cool. Don't worry about that. They have classes that they're doing with actors. Exactly, yeah. right? Maybe, like, uh, Tom Cruise, you know, showed them how to do that or something. Or maybe, maybe like an actor. A, or maybe, like, a, 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 a Leonardo or something. Leonardo. Yeah. I think that's the guy. Yeah. That's who I'd be. He's, he's showing them how to flop. But, hey, it's all right. You know, whatever. We lost. It is what it is. And um, so, personally, I don't think they are. I think they're the third best team in the division behind the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Wow. And um, golf, you know, golf's golf. You know, you're going to get your wins, and I think you're going to get your losses. And they're coming off that defeat of the um, Dolphins. Dolphins. And if you put it this way, the def the offense is the reason why they lost. They had a, a pick six, fumble recovered for a touchdown. All right. The Dolphins, the Dolphins offense, two had 93 yards passing. Their highest receiver had 16 yards receiving, and you got blown out. So I put that on golf and the offense. They did it's not good, and they don't have a running back that scares me. You know, they don't have a running back to where like, man, I need to stop. I need to. I need to shut down the run and then do it. And uh, golf is completing 65 percent of his passes, which is not. It's not bad. You know, he's actually doing pretty decent. Um, it's just the offense is very inconsistent and. Um, the next four games they're playing, their rec combined record is 20 and 9. I mean, the teams they're playing are 20 and 9. So it gets harder. 
Okay. So, and uh, you said it's not likely. Is that like 50% chance? You think it's a 5% chance? I think it's like a 3% chance they would go and win a champion, win a Super Bowl. Okay. I don't really think, I think it's a 15% chance they win a division. Wow. Okay. Let me tell you why it's a lot more of a real possibility that the Rams could bring it all the way to LA, right? Um, they lost to the Dolphins. That doesn't matter. Teams are allowed to have bad weeks. All right. Um, remind me, who did the Chiefs lose to? The Raiders. I know. And the Raiders, the Raiders are always gonna be the Raiders. The Even Raiders if they look the a little good this year. I don't care how bad the Cowboys are, they're always better than the Raiders. The Cowboys are better than yeah. the Raiders. We'd beat them if we played them yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, easy. we could shoot up right now. We'd beat yeah, them. Exactly. All right, so it's the Raiders. Um, so you're allowed to have a bad off game, right? Right. right. So uh, I chalk that up as an off game. You don't ever want to lose to the Dolphins either, but it happened. All right, let's move past it. This year, Correct. there's an extra playoff team for each conference. Mm. There's seven. Previously, okay. there'd be six. Now there's seven teams. If we look at last year, uh, the Rams didn't make the playoffs. Okay. If they had seven teams in the playoffs, the Rams would have been that seventeen. Yeah. Okay. When you get into the playoffs, it's a whole new fight, right? Right. Um, anyone could win it, and the Rams have talent, man. So, like, I they look do. at that. Um, their record currently, they're five and three. If it started now, they'd be the sixth seed in the playoffs. All right. So they're in the playoffs. They're in the dog fight. I just want someone in the fight, right. and like, I do see the Rams having talent, and they could do it. Like, right? No, I mean that. I mean, and I'll, I'll basically. You said like last year. Well, last year there was COVID nineteen, and it was all uh, last year was last year, so we don't really care about that. But um, I don't think they will just because of their division. They still got to play. I believe they got to play the Seahawks twice, and they got to play the Cardinals again, and they and they got they got the Steelers, I believe, on their on their schedule. Um, they got a tough road, and it's going to be tough for them. And I just don't think they have the offensive power to do it. I think defensively they can match up with pretty much anybody. Okay. And uh, I just don't think they're they're. Uh, I think the NFC, the NFC um, South will get. I think they'll get three teams in there. Okay. So here's the thing too. They're at the six right now. Okay. They could still be at the seventh and still have these teams behind them. All right. I'm going right. to rattle some teams off. The Bears. Are they a better team than the Bears? Do you see the Bears getting in before you see the Rams getting in? Um, Don't even no, think about it. It's a no. 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 It's a no, right? No. Um, 49ers, they're just too depleted. Yeah, they're We hurt. know they're a they're good hurt. team. They're really well coached, but they're depleted. Right. They have nothing going for them right now. The NFC East, they're going to be lucky they get one playoff team right. in because right. that's how life works. Right. Um, then you got the Lions and the Panthers, and then you got other teams that are worse than those teams. Right. None of those teams are catching the Rams. The Rams are making the playoffs. Then it's just a I question mean, if they get hot. I think the Panthers compete with them. Oh, I don't. When Christian McCaffrey comes back, I think they can. And on my fault on the schedule, they play the Buccaneers, not the Steelers. So, um, but I think the Panthers can. I think the Panthers can because the Panthers play. I don't see them. You know, I just think the NFC West is so tough. And they got this, they got to play the Seahawks twice, then they got to play the, they got to play the Cardinals twice, you know, and then they play the 49ers again, which that'll probably be. It's always a dogfight. Division yeah, games yeah, are always a dogfight, and they got the Buccaneers. So I can see them easily losing four out of those five games. So I mean, I, mean, I personally don't think so. I mean, you're making a good case, but um, they beat my Cowboys. So I really don't care if they make. It. They're not going to make it. So best D lineman in the league, Aaron Donald. Oh, yes, easily one of the best cornerbacks in the league, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, your offense. I get what you're saying about running back, but I kind of actually like their committee, like Brown, Henderson. I like what they kind of mix in. But the thing is, is like 
if I was a defense, I would say I'm going to shut you guys down to run, and I'm going to have golf pass. He golf is on point with that play action rollout play action is perfect. But when he sets back there, dude, I mean, look at the Dolphin game. I agree. Golf, back golf doesn't scare me. No, but exactly. But he is a good quarterback within Sean McVay's offense, and he has Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, right. two guys who ball up. Right. No, I agree. So I think it's a real chance. I think for sure they get in the playoffs. And then in playoffs, like you throw records out because yeah. it's anybody's game. You got the home team advantage, but yeah, all right, that's awesome. <laughs> um, Siri trying to get involved in this real quick. <laughs> you know, she's like, put me on the pod. Uh, Bears and Saints. Did you see that this weekend? Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was the most inter- entertaining thing that was going on in that game. That game was so boring. And the best part about it was how he went up there, ripped his chain off, and then like slapped him in the face. There was he, a chain then, ripped off? I didn't know. Yeah, that. supposedly he ripped his chain off and then slapped him. And I'm like, and the and and CJ, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Saints DB. I can't see CJ Gardner or something. Looked at him and was like, "Did this fool just hit me?" And then, so the guy pushed his hand, pushed him again. It wasn't a punch. And I'm like, "This has got to be the weakest fight I've ever seen." Like I remember when Andre Johnson fought uh, Finnegan. Okay, you know, that, was like, that was a good fight. Was like really there was actually fist hitting and everything. Took helmets one flying. Two, like, we're giving after. Yeah, two just. Slaps like put some powder on his hand and slap him in the face, and it was like, why is this happening? I saw it different. And then the best part about it was Janoris Jenkins jumping on his back, right? It was like, yeah, man, you don't mess with my homie like that. Get on his back. They're yeah. on the ground. He had so an average he, guy moment. He had an average guy moment. Jump on his back looked like a like a five year old jumping on a you know. And yeah, here's what I took from it: when he ran up, he gave him that first little slap, like, hey, we're about to do this. Like it, it wasn't like I'm just trying to like blindside you and cold cock you he's like we're about to have this fight you're about to get the smoke and like he squared up and the guy was like that was what's weak what's Very going weak. on yeah and Very he's weak. like oh you're gonna insult me like that i was trying to give you a chance yeah no, 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 no. and just started throwing i didn't see throwing i saw more of just a slap yeah. and they kind of just tackle each other and then the best part about it he's on the ground he gets back up starts clapping the dude's face starts clapping like bring it on and i'm like bro you were just on the ground well, I mean, like you're losing this battle. It became a whole different well, fight. Well, you got jumped. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. It cool. became a whole different fight. You're lucky they didn't just beat you down while you're on the ground. All right. I know so. this answer, but I, I kind of want to share it with the audience. Have you had a scuffle like this, Jen, at like maybe BC or anywhere that you've Yeah, I've had a couple. Um, tell us about one of them. So You don't have to name drop. Just tell us kind of the situation. What so happened. we had a well, – there was one game in high, in high school. We were playing North High, and – Guy, I jumped off size when I got hit in the back of the head. So I turned around and I punched my teammate in the face mask. Got kicked out of the game. No big deal. Who cares? That was when I was young, dumb, prime, solid built. What I love about that one is I got kicked out of my own team. He fought his own teammate. <laughs> and like what I also love is it's just that one. There's other times Jen has been in a scuffle. Yeah, there's been a couple times. And it's always with his own team. So weird. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 5'5", five, five, you know, 130 pounds soaking wet, so people just think they could run me over, and I wasn't going to deal with it. It's pretty much how, like, how this guy might have felt. Yeah, he might have felt like this. He's probably a third-string, fourth-string wide receiver. He said, you're not going to do this to me. I have feelings, and I'm a man, <laughs> and you're not going to do this to me. So I have feelings. I'm going to slap you, and we'll see your reaction before I do it again, and he did it again. And then, long story short, they kind of scuffled, and, it was the best thing about that game because the Bears are probably the most boring team to watch on TV yeah. next to the Dallas Cowboys. Or wait, no, Dallas Cowboys are the most frustrating team to watch. 
Um, and it's not that exciting. So you, do you guys like how I always bring back my Dallas Cowboys just to make sure they're relevant in this? <laughs> and I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan too. I just don't like to boast about it right now. Like when people ask, I sink my head and, you know, never. pout my lip and I let them know, yeah, man, it's a tough time. There's never a time where I'm like, the Cowboys are technically not out of this Super Bowl talk. So I'm just letting you guys know that. Antonio Brown's coming back this week. What's that going to look like? What do you think on Antonio Brown? I mean, the guy's a stud. I think he's a. I think he's going to be a guy for the Buccaneers. And when Godwin comes back, you're going to have Brown in the slot, Godwin on the outside, or maybe Godwin in the slot, and Brown on the outside, and Evans on the outside. And man, let me tell you, that's going to be an offense to watch with Fournette and Jones and the backfield. And Brady already has a connection with Jones, I mean, uh, Brown, so. I think it'd be very dangerous. I'm loving it because he's on my fantasy football team. And you got him in time. Yeah, I got him. Actually, what's funny is in my um, one of my fantasy football leagues, I actually drafted him, and everybody gave me shit for it. And I'm like, you will see. After week eight, he's coming back. And they're like, no, 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 no. Well, he's back, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna ball out. I mean, the guy when he was in the NFL was pretty much unstoppable. And sure. Uh, Before- I mean, he, had, he he did okay with the Patriots, right, for that limited talking, time? Yeah, I'm mostly saying, like, with Steelers. Steelers. The Steelers, he was unstoppable when they had a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. When Ben was hurt, he wasn't the same Antonio Brown. When Ben was healthy, Antonio Brown was probably the best receiver in the NFL at that him time. Him and Julio, right? Yeah, him and Julio. Um, Who cares? Like, I'm a firm believer in once you step away from a sport, be it your choice or not, look at Le'Veon Bell. Like, once he stepped away – and came back to the Jets, like, I don't think it was all Jets. I don't think he had what he had before. I just don't think uh, – oh, yeah. I mean, the Steelers organization as a team is 20 times better, 100 times better than the Jets organization and a team. And he took the money, and sometimes the money's not always the best route to go. You know, you're going to be – you're going to be um, on the Jets, right? The Jets were, like, kind of how, like, Randy Moss went to the Raiders. and But he didn't step away. So my point would be more so, like – all right, Gronkowski. Like he's he's playing better now, yeah, right? He's getting touches, but now. it took him seven weeks to get more like right. prepared to be but, an NFL football. I mean, player. to argue that is Gronk was pl- doing uh, mass singer and doing other things. You think and Antonio Brown's been doing stuff? They, so? they uh, Bruce Arians and those guys are talking like he looks fantastic at practice. Oh. So I guess time will tell, which will be sat Sunday. And my fantasy team is probably going to win. And and you know what's going to happen? Great. You're going to wait for that one game. He has an okay game, and you're going to try to trade him. Uh, 100%. Watch. Watch. Note 100%. it. Write it down. Take a picture. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, 100%. Because Antonio Brown's not going to do anything this year. 100%. All right. NFL is cracking down on the mask. So we talked about it with, you know, Turner with the Dodgers. But it's happening in the NFL, right? Yeah. Raiders were fined $500,000 as an organization. They lost a six-round pick. And Gruden was, you know, he fined one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's a that's a pretty good down payment on a house. Yeah, I could definitely use that. So Gruden, we're looking for sponsors. So hit a homie up, average dude. Let's do this. NFL, let's make a little, you know. Yeah, let's let's help each other out. All right. Um, does that matter to you? Does I mean, Steelers also got hit. Um, so tell me how this makes sense. The coaches have to wear masks, right? Yep. The players don't have to wear masks. The coaches are talking to the players. How does this make any sense? Why do they have to – why do the players – why do they want the players have to wear masks if the coaches have to wear masks? 
they're all with each other probably majority of the time. Yeah, probably five days of the week. Right. So do you think they're wearing masks when they're talking in their offices? Probably not because they're already with these guys. When they're having closed doors, they're probably not wearing masks. I mean, it's just like us going to work, and we're not wearing masks when we are next to guys that we work with every day. Mm -hmm. These guys are working with them every single day. I just don't understand the philosophy of it. And make it make sense, right? Yeah, make it make sense. If you're going to do it every – okay, if the defense is on the bench, all the players need to have masks on them, right? They don't. So how does that make any sense? Um, you saw a little more of the mask by players this week when Green Bay played – because they had that they had, both teams had like COVID going on. Yeah. So like they had the mask on on the right, side. Right. Um so yeah, I agree. Like if they're doing it, everyone do it. Or right. if they're not gonna do it, everyone do it, then don't do it. Yeah. And um a hundred fifty thousand dollar fine when you're making ten million dollars a year, like Rudin's making ten million. Yeah, that's like, cute. That's like a dollar. Like we're just trying to make people who have like regular lives be like, oh man, hundred fifty thousand, that's a down payment on a house. When really it's like I went out to dinner tonight. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, sure. I, I still want that money, but like, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, to him, it's like, oh, it's cool. I just bought a steak for that much. It's yeah. like, I'm over here, like, hey, I can use that money, you know, to pay off my pay off my stuff. And he's like, my houses are paid off. Right, what do you right, do? Right. I got ten million a year for ten years. Right. Um. So yeah, that's kind of where I see. It's just try to make it to where it makes sense for everybody. But, that's fair. Um. So, what do you think, Kyle? What's who's your uh, I would say mid-season MVP. Dude, all right. I'm so glad this one got brought up because, like, and I don't even have a lot of homework on this one. I just went with, like, my gut because you know how easy it is? Um, all the media is saying who? Russell Wilson. Right? And they've, been, they've been running the narrative of Russell Wilson since before the year started. Did you know Russell Wilson's never even had a vote? Like, Okay, Russell Wilson is a stud. Do not get me wrong. That boy okay. can play football. Yeah. Big Ben's your midseason MVP. There's only one team in the NFL that's undefeated. If you're quarterback, you've played quarterback, uh -huh. who would you rather throw to? DK Metcalf yes. and Tyler Rocket or Juju, Claypool, and Johnson? Like, let's be real. Lockett is probably better than all three of those guys. Yeah. Metcalf this year for sure is. I mean – one guy's undefeated. One guy has a loss. So I'm not saying it's like – I'm not saying Big Ben runs away with it. But if the season ended, a guy's undefeated. A guy's not undefeated. A guy has set himself up for greatness. Right. And he's beat, he's beaten teams. He's beaten the Ravens. He's beat, he's beat your last year MVP, Lamar Jackson. He made him look like a fool. Yeah. Like, I outplayed him. Right, right. Um, I know your answer is probably going to be Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, I mean, to kind of to argue with you about it um, – Russell Wilson is my pick. Obviously, he's my pick for um, uh, MVP. Obviously. He has the most touchdowns thrown. Um, his defense is not good. But this is another thing that I'm going to throw it out there. Big Ben's defense is solid. So there's another reason why there's not just Big Ben. For sure. Their defense is really, really good. And I feel like that is why they're 7-0. Um, defense wins championships, as everyone says. But um, You know what they say. They say offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Right. We're not in the championships anymore. Right. Right. Big Ben's winning these games. So, um, but I feel I feel like he did not have a good game last week, and I feel like their defense stepped up and they won the game for him. And on the other note, Russell Wilson doesn't have that. He doesn't have a defense. 
They were every person on everyone they've averaged against their defense is 26 points a game. That's the lowest point total they've had for Seattle's defense. And so Russell Wilson is going to have to ball. He's going to have to do it. He's had injuries on the running back level. There's a guy named Dallas something. I don't even know who the heck that guy is. If he's Dallas, he's got to be good. He's, well, obviously. Yeah, so so I was going to ask the Cowboys. He's about to ball up. You know, and, you know, he's thrown to uh, Megatron number two. The guy is a stud out there. He's a freak of nature and um, kind of so, reminds me of myself when I was playing. But <laughs> to me, you have just as much of an argument as making Metcalf the MVP and not Russell. I get Lockett had the one good game, but I mean, so that's why it's, it's Big Ben's show in Pittsburgh. <sighs> I'm not doing just like it's Russell's show. It's Russell's dream, but Russell is doing more for his team than Big Ben is doing for his team. You're being controlled by the media. I I can't believe you right now. I can't believe this. Well, what's going to happen is the Cowboys are probably going to trade their first pick for Russell Wilson. So, well, to each their own, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's how you feel. We're going to take a quick break, uh, listen to one of our sponsors real quick, and we hope you visit their page as well. If you're looking to relax and unwind, Minnow's company can help with her natural bath salts and soy wax candles. Grab some bath salts to enhance your bath after a workout or a candle to fill the house with the holiday scents. You can contact her through her Instagram page, Minnow's Company. M-I-N-O-S-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y. That's her Instagram page for Minnow's Company. All right, so everyone has a fantasy league, right? Everyone's yeah. pretty fond probably of how theirs works. Yeah, and like, sure. that's awesome. To each their own. Everyone should play fantasy, I feel like. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, we got, we're in a couple leagues, and we have a league of the family one, and our wives are in it. And it actually make our lives better because they don't plan anything for Sunday. We get to watch football all Sunday. It's the greatest thing that we've ever done probably in our lives. Yeah, right. And even the family one, talking about that one, uh, like I beat your wife and we had a little side bet. That yeah. one's a free league. We're just trying to get more of our families involved and into it. And like we bet dinner, Vanessa got to cook for me. Like, I was super happy. Yeah. It made the food taste better. Everything Sometimes was better. that's almost better than money, really. And uh, we had fun with it. And um, But the main league we really want to discuss is uh, – the best friends club league. Yeah. And uh, Kyle is our commissioner. So he'll kind of tell you a little, little uh, more about our league and uh, who's in it. And uh, so, there yeah, you, go. you know, dinner tastes great. Um, but like when it's a hundred dollar league, uh, like our best friends club league, oh man, like I need that. I need that money. Like, and the shirt. Can't forget the shirt. Yeah, we do. So instead of a trophy, we do a championship shirt and I don't have one yet. Like it's pretty disheartening to every year make one. Make one for Bobby, who's won the championship. Make one for Trash. Levi, who's won the championship. Make joke. one for Billy. That's the biggest joke. Like, Billy yeah. doesn't even know what a fantasy football is. Like, Billy doesn't even know who he, the 49ers are. That's his favorite team. He just wants to be in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Like he, So our group chats are live. And, um, like, I feel like the biggest difference in our league is kind of like the camaraderie behind it. And by that, I mean we've had – Nine people in it since it started. Uh, you took one year off. Yeah. So I'm not even counting you. You would be 10, but you took one year off. But we've had nine people there every single year. I don't know how that is with other leagues, but I feel like that's a pretty good number. Nine it out is. of 12. It is, it is. Nine out of 12. And uh, this year alone, like every year, we have more trades than any other fantasy league I've ever been in. Okay. This year, so far, we're on what week eight of the NFL season? Week nine. Week nine. We've had forty-two trades. That's unheard of. I'm in a league that we've literally played like five trades. It's insane. I'm and in a I league love it too. Like I mean, and then in my work league, we've had no trades. Yeah. Like, and I'll send an offer, and like no one's checking. Like, but 
It's a really fun league. Um, it's best friends club. We just everyone in it knows someone. That was right. the point. It's not really that we're all best friends. We're not all trying to do a pod together. But um, you'll meet Jay Money in a little bit, and he's been a part of it since the beginning. Uh, and I don't know who hung out with him in high school, but he played basketball with me at one time. We didn't spend time together. But, you know, like, just along the way, you make those connections. And, like, now we all have a pretty good bond. We all talk crap in the group chat. You no know, one likes Bobby. Levi won't join the group chat because, you know, I don't he's know. He's scared. I don't know. Let's put it that way. He's terrified. He's terrified. And uh, Long Hope people are built you different. Know, just, you know, just fantasy football is just bringing everyone, you know, all this COVID-19, this crazy stuff. Fantasy football is really bringing everyone's lives together and just having fun. So, you know, DraftKings, if you guys, you know, we're looking for sponsors. And we're just, you know, we're going to throw that out there again. Always. Always. Always looking for sponsors. Always. We prefer local, but we're not going to say no. no DraftKings not no, the store. Never. Um, who are the hot players right now, Jan and Fantasy? So I think the hot players obviously is uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, he's a guy. Everyone knows he's a guy. I just don't know why any. I just don't know. Understand why no defense understand that he's a guy. Can someone just blanket him and let Aaron Rodgers throw to whoever the hell they have on their team? And then also, I think DK Metcalf is a guy. I mean, the guy's second year and he's just balling out. Like I see you looking over. Um, you're just going off my notes now. Like you're still in all my talking oh, points. My here, bad. Well, DK Metcalf is uh, on my team a couple times, and then. No, no, no. Dalvin, not in our league, but Dalvin Cook is my guy. He is my guy. I love him. One good game. And, uh, you know, I protect him when he needs protection. <laughs> I feed him when I, he needs to get fed. And, you know, I, I, I bring him in as like a son. I get on my, uh, my league on my phone, read him a bedtime story. And before, <laughs> you know, Sunday morning, you know, they're ready to show up. There's been a couple of hiccups, you know along the way but you know i feel like i'm coming back on the second half and uh, i'm gonna do pretty well yeah he's not just to let you guys know on that i'll go ahead and i'll share the standings in a little bit he's not but Devonte adams is a guy everyone should fear right now um you look at like the targets i have no idea what the target shares are like i haven't looked at that but every week i just see rogers throwing to adams probably as much as he's throwing to the other eight guys he's throwing to. Yeah. Adams gets that many targets. Yeah, it's insane. And he's catching 10 to 12 of those a game. Like, right. We're a PPR league, as I feel like most leagues are, points per reception. And Adams is just eating. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the the whole Packer offense is pretty solid as in general, their players. And so, Billy, if you hear this, I sent you a trade for Aaron Jones. Just throwing that out there. Um, but like Kyle said, I mean – we have Russell Wilson. He's he's killing it. And Russell Wilson was traded. That's how great this league is. Like some players on our some guys on our teams, we trade the best. Like I've traded our. I think I've traded probably fifteen times. Yeah. At one point, I don't have my team. I drafted. At much. one point, Jan had traded into this like amazing team, and we're like, dang, how do you even beat Jan's team? And then he just kept trading. <laughs> and now it's like, I want to play Jan this week. Like He's he lying. trading himself into a He's hole. He's totally lying. Uh, I just uh, had highest points last week. So, I mean, Dalvin Cook. Is that good? good? Yeah, I don't know. Is that good? Uh, but on top of Devontae Adams, like right now, receivers are just like, I'm your guy. If you have a receiver named Devontae Adams, you, were, you mentioned Metcalf. I feel like Julio, like it's not a fluke. AJ Brown? Uh, yeah, there's guys, right? Uh, Julio is not a fluke, though. Uh, I'll no. tell you why I don't think Julio is a fluke. 
Calvin Ridley has shown like I could play football in this league. Like you can't just double cover Julio. You can't bracket him. You got to show some respect over here on the other side to me. And Julio's like, hey, thanks for showing up, young guy. I get to eat all over again. Like, right, right. and in the last couple of games, he's reminded everyone I'm Julio Jones. Like, I ran the best. fastest forty at the combine my year with a broken foot. Like, he's right. a beast. He's a um, monster. He is, man. And uh, when people say, "Oh, he's old," no, you guard him, and then you can tell me he's old. Yeah, he just looks like an average dude. Out yeah, there. you're an average dude out there, like us. Um, I with the AJ Brown. I don't know if I'm so hot on him. I'd probably trade him. I feel like a lot of the time he was eating, Corey Davis was out. Well, Corey Davis came back last week and he started eating up some of the targets. Well, I mean, you got to double. You got to you got to put your best guy on AJ Brown. He's the guy in Tennessee. And to his offense, Tannehill is not the greatest quarterback, but he gets the job done. And he is fantasy relevant. Like, yeah, it's weird. Man, it's yeah, it is. Weird. You watch Tennessee games and it's like, oh, they're giving it to Henry. They're giving it to Henry. Right. But at the end of the game. Tannehill has like 20 fantasy points, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, running backs? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a toss-up. Obviously, there's going to be weeks where Dalvin Cook's going to just blow up. Every week. Henry's pretty consistent, but he's probably not ever going to be the top scorer. Um, Kamara, maybe? Like, yeah, who's the Kamara. I think the, the – CMC's C- back. He's coming back, yeah. Chubb's coming back. Um, so, I think there's a top maybe like four or five guys that – I feel it could take the crown. Um, I think CMC, when he's back, he's pretty almost unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara's right there with CMC, if you ask me. Um, Do you think Davis hurts CMC at all? Like the way Davis played with CMC out. Was I just, think he does. I think he takes carries away from him because – um, Targets or whatever. I think he, they're going to put CMC more on third downs, and I think they're going to have to where Davis is running first down and second down because wow. – um, is it worth getting him hurt again? Is right what I'm saying. Especially on a year like this. Especially a year that they may not make the playoffs, but they might make the playoffs. But I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like, do we risk it? He's a franchise guy, you know. Do we risk a franchise guy if we're have a losing record? Say they go on a slide, right? And I don't I think they're like four and four, five and three and five or whatever, but is it worth putting him back out there and let him just handle the ball? And I'm sure he probably could do it. Um, but I think he's definitely, like you said, Davis is probably going to take carries from him. Okay, and that kind of – you also talked about Hunt right there. I'm going to kind of transition us, I guess, to guys who might be, like, tradable. Because I think Hunt, like you said, with Chubb coming back and, like, Hunt just recently did not have – like, actually the last couple of weeks, he yeah. hasn't had the best games. Yeah. Um, I would wait for Hunt to have, like, one more moment and then be like, all right, can I unload this guy for, like, a flex? Yeah. Like, um, that's my thinking. I also look at a guy like Kenyon Drake, who's out right now. Um, I mean, I got Chase Edmonds in the league, so it also benefits me if this does happen. But all year long, I felt like Chase Edmonds has been outperforming Kenyon Drake. Right. And, like, now that it's like Kenyon Drake is hurt and Chase Edmonds actually gets his real moment, I feel like he's not going to give it back. And so, like, if you could trade Kenyon Drake, I know he's hurt now. But if you could trade him for a Pop-Tart, I feel like maybe you do. Because otherwise, he's just going to sit on your bench because you can't drop him. Right. It's well, like, I, think, I, think a good, I think a good trade to get, you can get away with it, is trade Kenyon Drake for Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss is going to be the guy in Buffalo. He looked pretty good last game. And he scored, I think, a touchdown and got some yardage. And I think he's kind of getting in there more and more than Singletary. Yeah. And if you can unload Drake – for Zach Moss, and then 
when your receiver or when your running backs go on a bye, you can plug him in there. I think he can get you some decent, like at least twelve to fifteen points. It looks scary because we remember what Kenyon Drake did last yes, year, yes. but I also remember what Jan said earlier. What was that? That was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, we're moving on to this this year. So yeah, uh, so there's that. Um, I don't trade Ronald Jones right now. I know no. it's been looking more and more like Fournette might be getting more and more of his load back, and we all kind of expected that. But until I know. He's or the until, guy. until I can trust that Fournette's not going to get hurt or that he's going to be the guy or that they are but, legit committed to him. Ronald Jones has had good games. Right. Great games. Right. But is it that time to trade him, right, to get some get value for him? Interesting. So say I, I have Ronald Jones, right, and I see Leonard Fournette going in there, but he's not the guy yet. I'm going to try to trade him to get at least maybe a number three or number two receiver okay. because it's looking that way to where – Fournette is going to start taking over. It does once he like takes that. over, no one's going to want Ronald Jones. But anymore. it does look like that, and we all already see that. So, I mean, right now, I feel like you're not going to get that number two or number three receiver. That's right. why you don't trade Ronald Jones. If you could get a number two or three receiver for Ronald Jones, yeah, do yeah. it now. I agree. But I think the problem is right now they're going to be like, nah, like Fournette's eating those carries. He's getting right. all the touches right, right now. Right. Ronald Jones, they take him out for the passing situation. So – I wouldn't trade him right now just because I don't think his value is actual what his value is. Okay. Um, um, so, like, just a couple pickups that I think that might be beneficial for some teams, like a guy that – the team that had Kittle, you know, and I ha- I feel like an e- Eric Ebron might be a guy to pick up to replace Kittle in a team that, you know, that needs to tie in ASAP. I mean, he looked pretty good against uh, the Ravens when the Steelers played. He got a decent amount of points. I also think um, if you're having quarterback problems or if you have Justin Herbert or Burrow on your bench, I think Herbert's a guy to put in now. And well, If uh, you haven't been putting Herbert in, you must have had a good quarterback because Herbert's been balling out. Yeah, and, Burrow's had good games. And yeah. you might be able to trade him for some assets if you can get – I mean, that's the uh, that's if you have two decent quarterbacks. Like one league I'm in, I have Aaron Rodgers and Herbert. So guess what I'm going to try to do? I'm one going to try to trade both of them. Going, yeah. Right. I'm going to try to trade, trade one and get some guys. And uh, but that league also, I have Derrick Henry, Kamara, and uh, uh, James Bromson. We don't I'm care about that league. You know, league, he's that not doing there. that well. All right. We're I am. I'm in fifth. I'm like in sixth place. So fifth, sixth, seven. Keep, keep, keep running out the numbers. So Kyle's really, really, really on top of the world right now because he's actually in first place in our league. But he's only two games ahead of me, which. I'm not too worried about because I think I play him pretty soon, which will probably be an L for him. So but, bye week. Um, we'll see what but, happens. So and then um, so that's kind of the pick on ads that I think that might be beneficial for teams. I like that, and I think we all have our own takes, but it's always nice to hear from other people, right? right? And just be like, oh man, I probably didn't think about that, or even if I did, it just reassures me, right? Right. Or it's like, no, these guys are idiots, right? Like, right. They're in first place in like a best friends club league. They right, probably right, just hug right. each other it, all the time. And um. The best friends league is like Kyle said from the beginning. It's a bunch of guys that you know get together and you know have fun, talk shit to each other, and uh, we're gonna be bringing those guys on uh, later on in our show to stuff and kind of getting their point of view on stuff. So um, you guys will see our our other guys in our league, and uh, hopefully it'll be entertaining and it will be fun for all of us to um, talk about fantasy sports with each other. And uh, you know, that, I think that covers fantasy sports. Let's jump over to one of our favorite parts because we get to bring one of those guys on yeah. is uh, sports bets with Jay Money. Let's go, Jay Money. Let's go. My first pick of the week, um, 
I, I'm taking the Vikings to cover three points uh, against the Lions. Uh, the Lions have a lot of uncertainty right now with uh, Matthew Stafford. He's on uh, COVID, a uh, little COVID list. Uh, he has to pass a test today and tomorrow to play. Um, you already know Galladay's not playing. Um, Marvin Jones has looked terrible. Um, and they can't run the ball hardly for nothing. You already know that. So um, Dalvin Cook is coming in off a crazy game. Um, the Lions defense is ranked 23rd uh, right now. So I see them I see them getting smashed by Dalvin Cook. Uh, they're allowing 130 yards on the ground. Um, and I don't know, I just it's going to be a high scoring game, I believe, um, if Stafford's in there or not, because they're going to throw the ball. The Vikings defense is ranked 30th against the pass. Uh, but I think they're really going to dominate on the ground with uh, Dalvin Cook and easily cover three points. Is that the one you got for us? Or you got another one or? I got another one you guys are not going to like, but I'm going to do okay. it anyway. <laughs> the Cowboys are are garbage right now. You all know this. Um, the Steelers, I'm picking them to cover by 14 points. It, it's a it's a big spread, but you guys are starting Garrett Gilbert. It's his first start ever. And <laughs> he's been in the league since 2014 off and on, and he's never started. He has 40 total passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Zeke is questionable with the hamstring. Your offensive line is is trash right now. You have so many injuries. Uh, the Steelers are a blitz-heavy defense. Uh, they're number one in sacks per game. They got four and a half sacks a game right now. I think they're going to dominate Gilbert. I see it like a pick six or two, maybe a fumble recovery. I think the Steelers' defense is going to score more points than the Cowboys' offense. Um and these are bets yeah. you, like, would actually make in Vegas. Like, why are you a credible source for us to bring you on? Uh, I, I love gambling, man. I, I do I, – I bet every single weekend. So, better, best believe I'm taking these bets. Any bet I ever tell you is a bet I'm taking myself. That's so, awesome, I'm man. definitely taking this bet. I might even throw in a parlay. I'm definitely taking these bets for sure. I'm pretty confident about them. But, hey, you know, it's all luck. So, you, you don't know for sure. So check in with me next week or after the games, and we'll see how we did. All right, sounds good, man. I appreciate the time, and uh, we'll get back to you. All right, guys. All right, well, uh, take a listen to our uh, another sponsor that we have for the Average Dudes um, podcast. Here you go. In these unsafe times, we know protecting our loved ones is our top priority, whether it be your mom, wife, daughter, sister, friend, and even yourself. Damsel with Vanessa helps put those worries at ease. Shop products from stun guns to pepper spray, striking tools to other security on the go. Visit Damsel with Vanessa on Instagram or Facebook for all your safety needs. All right, we're back with local sports. Uh, you know, kind of a segment we were both interested in doing, like Bakersfield has a history of like producing great athletes, not yes. average dudes. Like these are guys who are above us, like yes. above our pay grade, yes, right? Crap. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we wanted to shine love on that, show love to that. We have so much talent that came from here. That would be foolish on. not to. Right, right, right. And uh, um, so basically, we're just, yeah, like Kyle said, we're going to talk about some guys and uh, just go from there. And uh, I know you have some guys in mind that you want to talk about and give some, some, some high fives too, I guess. I do. Uh, DJ Reed. I think a lot of people have learned more and more about DJ Reed because last year went all the way to the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he actually – he's playing. Like, he's not just a practice squad guy. He's a player. 
came from Independence High School, um, played for the 49ers last year. And uh, this year, you know, the 49ers decided, hey, we don't, you know, we don't need your services this year. You're not going to be a part of our team, not going to be practice squad. Like we got other guys that um, we drafted the same year as you. We need to give them blitz. Fine. Greedy Williams, uh, you know, and that's fine. Because guess know, what? What do you do? Yeah. Same thing, you know, smart coaches, smart teams in this league always seem to go in the division. They're like, we've seen this guy play. We know what he does good. Here's how he helps our team. The Seahawks, Pete Carroll, went and grabbed him up. It didn't take long at all. And you know who the Seahawks got to play not too long ago? Mm, the 49ers. 49ers, right. So they got to play the 49ers. DJ Reed's out there at cornerback. And wouldn't you know it, he picks off his former team. Like, that's got to feel so good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's got to be a really big thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I think it's awesome. I think he showed that, hey, you guys can let me go, but I'm still going to do what I do. And he was confident in his game, and he went out there and picked off his former teammate. Anytime you can pick off your former team or do something against a team that pretty much shied you away is always a great uh, great thing for him. So uh, it's awesome. I want to say congrats to him on that. And uh, and a little backstory, like uh, obviously his is on a different level, right? It's a business at this point. And you didn't see me working out for your business. That's a little insulting. Uh, I had a situation going through high school that was similar to that. Mm -hmm. um, my senior year, I left East High and played football at Highland. And that's like the rival, right? So that would be the same as like Seahawks 49, correct? The only difference is it's business. It's not fun. Um, but going into our East High game, like play, about to play my former team, about to play my best friends who I grew up with. I played three years of football with. Um, I was kind of excited. I was happy. I was I was saw probably maybe different than DJ Reed was yeah, feeling. Yeah. But, uh, you know, happy-go-lucky. It was senior night, so I got to give my mom a rose. And then when they call my name to give a rose to my mom, like, booze just, like, erupted in the stadium. Yeah. It was crazy. And, and so, made, like – It probably made you feel like it's go time. It's ready. So that got me – like, I'm like, man, F these fools. Like, they don't know I left for, like, a reason, right? Like, it wasn't just because, like, oh, I wanted to win because East High was as good or better than Highland. Right. Right. And so, like, that happened. And I'm like, man, F these fools. And then we go to shake hands. And your uncle, one of my best friends, Jacob Lanier, is one of the captains for East. Uh -huh. And I'm one of the captains for Highland. Uh, refs do the coin toss. All right, shake hands. I shake this person's hand, shake that person's hand, shake Eddie's hand, go to shake Jake's hand. Jake won't reach out for me. One of my best friends, right? So now it's not just the fans who just booed me. And like, I'm an average dude, like, legit, even at this time, I'm not balling out like i'm okay i'm playing i'm starting mm -hmm. and uh so like they booed me on senior night it wasn't like a kyle moment it was a me and my mom moment so right. i took that personal right and then my, one of my best friends doesn't shake my hand i'm like that point i was like i'm about to f these fools up yeah yep. and so i bet dj reed went into that game like you know what i'm gonna shine like yeah i'm gonna show them what they missed and out when on. he got that pick i bet you was on cloud nine just like i was when i took that first 20 yard run and like I got up celebrating, right? Andre Smith awesome. tackled me in the secondary. Like you can't hope for better than that, right? That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Good first moment. I'm happy for DJ Reed, just like I was happy for myself in that situation. But yeah, moving on to some more local stuff because even even on the higher, even on a different level, I right, guess right, you could right. say Tito Ortiz, former CSUB wrestler. Uh, you guys probably all UFC know him. Guy. You probably all know him from the UFC, right? The Huntington Beach bad boy. Well, he won a seat council. And that is awesome, man. That is awesome. He was breaking bones, shattering skulls, and now he's making laws and approving 
different things that are going on in your community. Right. And in charge, so, of, that in charge of different things. So maybe shout out to those guys, that guy Tito, man. That's uh, pretty good stuff. Look for Huntington Beach to be even more wild. In the yeah, yeah, exactly. Months, you know? So, um, but basically, and then another thing is like Bakersfield uh, teams have started back up. Um, the high schools have started practicing up. I believe every high school has started up conditioning. So that's awesome. And that's good for those kids that are out there playing. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, us being our senior year and not being able to play football. It'd be such a buzz, buzz kill and um, such a bummer. So it's good to hear once uh, those guys are out there conditioning and starting practice. And then once we kind of get more and more going on, we'll definitely try to reach out and see if we can bring some of those little, some of those little all-star kids that are, um, as long as the schools are cool with it, bring them on our show and kind of just interview them and ask them how this process has gone and all this other stuff. And um, and the cool part is we do have some connections still with some coaches. Yeah. Um, I know people I coached with at Highland. Uh, Jan previously coached football at East High, and he still has connections there. And, like, we've made connections in other ways through other people. Um, shout out to Chris Bandy, the head coach of Frontier, who I know I could always go to if I needed any questions. Yeah. But uh, a couple teams started practicing, uh, not yesterday, but the previous Friday, October 30th. And then, I don't know why, two teams, it was Centennial and one other team, they got to practice early. Who knows why, but they got to. Yeah. And then uh, Monday rolls around, and now all schools are practicing again. Right. And so, uh, you know, talking to Eddie, the head coach, or not the head coach, but uh, defensive coach at East High School, he was talking about having his players come in and what that practice is like. Yeah. I know you talked to him. Yeah, so he was telling me that they gotta they gotta um, take their each kid's temperature with a little temp gun, put it on their head, and they also have to have their mask on. They have to be cleared to practice um, from their I guess their admin person as well. So um, there's a lot of guidelines that are in, in place for these kids and stuff like that. And um, so we'll see how it goes. And uh, I know he said that he was losing his voice. He sounded like he was getting sick. And uh, but. He, I think he lost his voice from the mask, having to wear it, and everyone's so far apart. Yeah, so like I know you talked to him, and he had said, like, uh, Jan made the joke. He's like, man, you're already yelling at these kids so much. Your voice is gone. Right, and he's right, like, right. he's like, no, we have to, like, all the regulations, we have to keep them so far apart. So we got 30 kids, like, spread across the field. Right. So I would already have to be, like, a little louder. And with the mask on, now I'm having to project even more, and, like, my voice is just shot. Right, right. That's exactly what it is. So – We'll see what happens, and um, you know it's a challenge all schools are probably facing right now, like East High, Highland, uh, everyone. Like, so it's just something that they got to learn to deal with, and like, hopefully they continue doing the things the right way, and they get their season this year, right? Do you think that's realistic? I mean, I think I mean anything's possible, but um, I feel like as of right now, I would say no. Um, if California loosens up some guidelines and stuff like that, then maybe possibly. Um, it just goes back to what we talked about earlier in, in our uh, show is the coaches have to wear face masks, but the players don't. How is that going to, how is that going to project to the, the youth sports, the high school sports? Is that going to be the case? Are the kids going to have to wear a uh, face mask when they're on the sidelines? Good point. Yeah. You know, so it just, it, it has a lot to do with what they're trying to accomplish and how they're going to do it. So, and and the other problem that runs into it, we were talking about off air, you know, previously, um, what sports are going to, you know, take the cut from it, you know, because right. uh, obviously football, if sports come back this year, football probably gets to eat. Yes. Um, 
So do you cut the season short? Do you cut baseball season short? Do you cut basketball? Do you cut all the seasons short? And we thought like maybe the best idea would be just have league and playoff games. Exactly. exactly. Right. So a scrimmage to kind of get your bodies used to hitting each other again, and then league and scrimmage games only. Um, or sorry, playoff games yeah. only. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, like it's you said, tough, California man. has some tough regulations. Hopefully, the other states that are playing right now. Hopefully the you know the stats and the results come out and it's like hey this is pretty sick yeah I um, hope so because um like if it was us I definitely think we would be like I don't care like we want to play I'm sure these seniors and just so want probably, that yeah exactly and it sucks because like you said um football is going into right now it's technically almost basketball season right uh, yeah and, and so and that's still good enough November we're in playoffs yeah right now exactly so how's this all going to play out because baseball season in um the spring right is basketball going to come in and then it's going to basically going to uh have these kids making tough decisions where i was good at baseball and i'm good at football or at basketball i have to pick one sport right. because it's going to tie into another sport and we've always talked about like as coaches as people who've talked to coaches you always want multiple athletes like right. oh you play football what else do you do you don't want to hear that they just are one sport right, athlete. right, right. But this year kind of takes that away. Like right. they might have to choose. We don't know what that's going to look like. Right. And Damn so, COVID. That's the scary part, right? Um, I wanted to stick a little bit more with high school okay. sports. Um, we both love football. That's our thing. That's both of our niches. Is there a guy in town, high school football player, who you're just like, hey man, like if we get if we don't get a season this year, I'm gonna miss out because I want to see this guy play. Okay. Um, I haven't done much research on the upcoming players. Okay. Um, as I coached last year, I mean, with some of the players, but I coached freshman football. So I'm not really familiar with all the players. So I'm just going to throw out a kid's name that I went to is at East High named Johnny Salazar. He's a brother of Jose, Jose Salazar, Salazar, Salazar and Roy Salazar and Robert Salazar, which I played with in high Salazar's school. Salazars are royalty at East, East High. they forever. And they keep coming. So be ready for it. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what he can do. I saw him play a little bit. And he looks like he's got it all together. He what position? The ball. He's a quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. So he throws the ball. He can run the ball, and he's a pretty solid-looking kid. So um, I heard good things from Coach Morrow and stuff like that. And uh, so that's who I'm going to be looking out for. I'm an East High guy, so obviously I'm going to see the East High guy first. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What about you? That's fair. Uh, and same kind of thing. Uh, we have love for all of our schools. We're definitely East Side people at heart. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I coached football at Centennial. I worked at Ridgeview High School. Like, we've been all over the place. Uh, we're not as up-to-date with those kids, maybe. Yeah. But one kid I know from the east side, and I don't know him personally, but the way he plays football, I've watched him for two years, A.J. Cleveland at Highland High School. Like, you talk about quarterback Salazar East. Like, this kid could play quarterback. Mm -hmm. And, like, every time I watch a quarterback, I'm super object objective. Because I'm an average dude, but like I think I still think I was a better quarterback than probably what I was. So when I'm watching kids, like I remember watching Kessler in high school, and I was like, oh, this guy has it. Yeah. Um, AJ Cleveland, he has it. Like yeah. if you just go watch and like you watch his game, it's like, man, he can make all those throws. Like he is a stud at quarterback. Max Preps has him at six foot 175. Uh, he played five games as a sophomore, so he got brought up as a sophomore. He played 11 games last year as a junior, only has eight interceptions. And five of those were his sophomore year. So, like, when he's still learning. Yes, last good. year as a junior, he only had three. Like, 37 touchdowns. He throws 178.5 yards a game. I know he had a lot of talent at receiver last year helping him out with yeah. uh, Shabazz Muhammad and Nick Solis. 
But still, this guy can throw the ball. Like, he threw them open just as much as they got open. Right. And so he was really impressive. Well, that's excited. I'm excited to see that, man. I want to see how he had performed. Of course. It. And then yeah. hopefully him and Salazar have this little showdown. Yeah. Right? Ty Highland's always a great rivalry. Always. I mean, Highland's been running it lately, but we still have hope for our East High. Yeah, exactly. We're East High guys, all right? Um, we're going to go to our third commercial. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy the product. Show won't be that important. With all the craziness going on all around us, some nail salons open, but still maybe you're still unsure about going into one. Treat yourself or use this chance to show your favorite girl that you're thinking about her. Color Street is your answer. They are strips, 100% nail polish, easy to apply with no dry time. Simply remove polish remover. The price is so affordable, ranging from $11 to $13 and $14 for French. All online orders are buy three, get one free. Head over to polishbykellysneed.com. That's P-O-L-I-S-H-E-D-B-Y-K-E-L-L-E-Y-S-N-E-E-D.com. Uh, we're going to jump into a segment that I know you're super excited about. It's probably how we're going to end a lot of our shows. Right. Um, actually, I play this guy in basketball next week because he's been you, – you talk about the kind of character he is, right? And then you guys will slowly start to understand as we introduce him, as we bring him on the show. But um, your segment, the Bobby of the day. The Bobby of the day is just a guy. Everybody has him. Everyone, everyone, they have one Bobby. Everyone knows a Bobby. Everyone knows a Bobby. It's just a guy. It's just like, why? Why, Bobby? Why do you have to do this? Why do you make decisions like this? No one can, no one understands it. I mean, I don't understand it. We're in Vegas. He, we have three or four nights to be there. He explodes, bets all his money on the first night. Why? Why, Bobby? Is why I, is what I ask. Come, we're in a club, in Vegas club. It's already hard enough to get in the clubs as a guy. The guy shows up in Air Force Ones. Why, Bobby? So that's kind of the kind of guy that you know Bobby is. Good dude, love the guy to death. He's a boy, but he's a Bobby. He belongs in the group chat. He, the group chat would not be as fun. The league would not be as no. fun with no Bobby. Exactly. But, It'd just be like, oh, it's just fantasy. Football. But you're constantly asking yourself, what do you talk? What are you doing? Why? Like, um, so no. What I was alluding to is uh, Bobby. This, for some reason, never played high school basketball. Like, not even high school basketball. He played at the park. He never played elementary basketball. He played at the park. I'm an average dude, right? I know I'm not going to go just drain threes. I'm. I'm okay at basketball. I'm not good, um, but I'm okay. Bobby just wants to run off and say, you know what, Kyle, I'm going to beat you at basketball. Like, we got to set this up. We got to set up a game. He's been talking about this nonstop in the group chat. So we finally set up a game, and uh, we'll get to that in our next segment. But uh, that's the kind of person Bobby is. And so you know a Bobby, even if they're not named Bobby, they're named something else. Everyone has a Bobby. Right. And so um, so each, each, each podcast, we're going to pick – a Bobby of the day, and we're gonna tell you why we picked him. And so, um, I think Kyle has a guy that uh, he wants to wants to nominate for Bobby of the day, and then maybe at the end of the year we'll have a Bobby of the year, and maybe have like a little trophy for him or something, or maybe like a toilet. Or yeah, who got who got the Bobby the most, right? Yeah. And um, I'm glad you brought up this category, and I'm glad I got to choose this week because it's my best friend, Eddie Morrow, Edward Keith Morrow. Yeah, I dropped the middle name. You get to be the Bobby of the week, and everyone who's like already following us on Instagram or following us here or there or showing love and support, 
Eddie's going to show support too. He'll probably listen. He, he's giving us ideas. He's still talking to us, but he backed out last he, minute, last minute. Why? And like, so here's the thing. Like we were like, Hey man, we'd love to have you on. Like this is, a, and he shows up all wide eyed. Yeah. We should do it this way. This is going to be so fun. Da, 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 da. That was on Halloween, right? Yep, yep. On Halloween. And so we were planning it. We we're organizing it. I set up the website and then like Jan's doing all this stuff behind the doors. Like we're all working. Right. And then Eddie, Jen's like, hey, I don't know. I'm not getting a good vibe from Eddie. I'm going to call him. So tell us how that conversation went. So I called him and I said, hey, man, um, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. But we want you to. And he kind of said, you know, man, I know, I know. I just don't have the personality to do it. And I'm like, well, you were pretty jazzed up, you know, Halloween. Maybe that was just a costume that he put on Halloween. I don't know. But. So anyways, we're talking and I'm like, hey, dude, you know, don't matter, no matter what, man, we still love you. Like, don't worry about it. Don't too hard. It's like, all right, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And he goes, just, I know, I mean, I, I didn't want to let you guys down. And I, and, um, and all in all, you did. Yeah. You, you did just let rather us drag out the process so, instead of stabbing us right away. So like I said, we love you. And um, congratulations on being the Bobby of the week. Congratulations on being the Bobby the of the week. The very first ever. You've Good been job. Bobby. All right. That brings us to our very last segment. So these will be the two ways we finish off every show from here on out, the Bobby of the Week and uh, our SOL Wheel. I'm not big on cussing, but maybe you can find out what that acronym stands for if you just use your brain a little bit, SOL. So every week we'll come together and uh, you know we'll try to determine how we're gonna do it. This week it's gonna be between me and Bobby. So we're gonna hold that little basketball game um, we'll be on live too. It'll be live, not live, not live, but we'll have it recorded. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, you're forgiving. I'm sorry, you don't put you're me forgiving. Please right? don't put me at <laughs> please. A couple more mess ups. Um, but the SOL will. So, what happens is we're gonna whoever loses. So, this week it's a battle of basketball, right? Whoever loses that game between me and Bobby are gonna spin the SOL will. The SOL will has all kinds of stuff that we probably don't want to do on it. Um, you have to take a shot of pickle juice. You have to jump in the pool. Like right now, it's starting to get a little cold. That might not be so good of an idea. Sing a song for like 30 seconds on here. Do a dance for like 30 seconds on here. I hope I do not get that one because I cannot dance. I hope I do. I hope I sing because I'm a pretty phenomenal <laughs> singer. Uh, a hard punch in each arm from the winner and whoever. Uh, losers buy lunch. Eat a fire wing. Get chest or armpit hair waxed. You could pick. Uh, so shirt off muscle poses for 10 seconds because, like, none of us were just average. Yeah, average dad bods. Nothing on the yeah. SOL wheel is a good choice. You're going to get to see Bobby spin it next week because Bobby is going to lose and the loser has to spin it. The following week, it might be Jan's fantasy, fantasy matchup against whoever. But, you know, next week it'll have to be Jan with his neck on the line, not mine. All right, because this week it's going to be me. Uh, but yeah, so in the future, we'll have that on our YouTube where you can see the loser have to do whatever horrible thing the wheel lands on. That's it for this first podcast. Right on. So uh, we'll be uh, uploading it up later on this afternoon and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Every Saturdays, make sure you get to it. Um, hopefully before your Sunday football game so you can make bets, so you can do whatever you need to do. But we enjoy giving you guys the scoop. We enjoy like bringing you guys in with us. And yeah, thanks for coming. We're an average dude.